I'm here with Levitt, head football coach, Mike Hathaway. Coach, uh, MCI. Uh, Herman. Herman, I'm sorry. Yep. Herman was supposed to be one of the better teams from the north, and uh, I only saw the highlights on TV, but uh, looked like you guys had a heck of a game. Yeah, we did. Um, you know, it started up front. Uh, you know, we had a few injuries going into the game, so we were a little young in the offensive line. We started three sophomores and two juniors. Uh, but those guys played really, really well. Um, you know, we, we, we blocked well both in the run and the pass game. Uh, got our, you know, our fast guys out in space and were able to make a lot of big plays. And, uh, you know, up front, defensively, we did a pretty good job containing their uh, their big fullback. It was a, was a good challenge. The... Uh... The little bit I saw some of the Oak Hill game scrimmage, and then I saw because uh, the, the highlights from yep. Herman, and uh, it, it sure looks like you you've got some speed that maybe you haven't had in the past. Yeah, we do. Um, you know, really all over the field, and and uh, you know with Deshaun Calder at tailback this year, he had you know five carries for 153, and had one reception for 80. Um, you know, a lot a lot of big plays out of him, and you know, I mean he's a He's a four-five, four-six guy in the forty. You know, a track guy in the spring. So, um, you know, having him a little bit more in the loop offensively at, at that spot has, has uh, made us a little bit faster. And um, you know, we didn't have Damian Calder last week. His brother, he was out injured, but he should be back this week. And uh, you know, we'll get a little bit more speed uh, this week. But probably one of the fastest teams that we've had. Um, you know, it helps the, the quarterback is pretty fast too. He can get out there. So, uh, there's if we open up some holes, there's some big play potential for sure. Um. Guys other than Deshaun that you, you say really look good? Yeah, um, you know, Wyatt had a pretty good day throwing the ball. I think he was 8 for 13 for around 260 and a couple touchdowns. Uh, Keegan Melanson on the outside, who's, you know, really stepped up for us. Um, you know, he had four catches for 120 uh, and a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Um, you know, th those guys, you know, they, they had big games. And we, I think we only ran 38 plays on offense, uh, and we were up around 600 yards. Um, so, you know, I mean, you really can't ask for, for more than that offensively. I, don't... I mean, 38 plays sometimes a half. What yeah, you know, we, we, uh, we didn't I – th I think we only had one drive that was, uh, that was longer than six plays. So, uh, you know, we had one long one late in the game. We started in our own end, and uh, we kind of got out to midfield with the ones, and then we kind of subbed in the twos, and, and they actually finished off. Uh, Hunter Hayes had a nice touchdown pass to Jaden Banks, uh, a couple of sophomores, uh, you know, on a fourth down. So – uh, you know, we, we like the way that those guys finished it out, too. I was going to say, when you when you get up big uh, early, uh, it's always that dilemma for a head coach. Do you, how long do you play your number ones, uh, especially with a score out right. of hand? What's the decision-making process on that? What well, there's a few things that go into it. For me, for a long time, 33 has always been a pretty good number because that's five scores. So once you're up five scores, that seems like it's, uh, like a, like it's enough to, to get it done. Uh, of course, 35 is a little bit of a number now, too, with the running clock. Um, you know, so you, you kind of look at that. I, I think, you know, early in the season, too, you have to look at, you know, we're, we're trying to get our guys in shape to play an up-tempo, no-huddle style for the whole game. So, uh, you know, you don't want to pull guys too early either. Um, but you also want to stay healthy. And, and, you know, there's certainly some guys that we want to see against their varsity. So, you know, if, if you can get, you know, a guy like Jaden Banks is a sophomore for us, he's going to, you know, he plays a few different positions and he subs in quite a bit, but, you know, we want to see him against other teams' ones. So we try to get a first wave in there kind of early, and then, you know, if we get a chance to, we, we finish up with some other guys. But we've got a, a, a lot of juniors who, uh, you know, don't necessarily get a lot of time. 
um, at the varsity level, you know, and, and our JV schedule doesn't allow them to get a ton of time there either. So uh, we're really making a good effort to get those guys in in those situations and, and get them some snaps. Now, when you put the, the number twos in or whatever you want to call them, um, do you still try to do up-tempo? No, we, you no, we, usually, we usually huddle at that point. Uh, we, we did the other night. Um, but, you know, if it's a third and long, we'll throw it. Or, you know, on fourth down, usually your special teams guys are out of the game, so we'll usually go for it or – or whatever. So, you know, you're trying to accomplish some things with those guys and get some real game situations for them as, as well. But, yeah, usually we'll huddle up when we, we get with those guys. I always said one of the hottest things is to get the the number twos and threes in on special teams when they're not already in there because you, they just don't get a chance. Yeah, it's, yeah no, it's, it's hard. And, you know, when you've got, you know, you'll, you'll end up with either 10 or, or 13 on the field usually in, in that case. So sometimes it's easier just to, to run another play and either get it or not and, and do that. So, but, uh, yeah, those, those guys finished up pretty well. Now, who do you have this week? Uh, we have Freiburg this week at Freiburg on Saturday. So it uh, should, should be a tough one. They're uh, – you know, they, they obviously have lost a couple of good seniors from last year. Tucker Buzzle was player of the year in our conference. Um, you know, I mean, he's one of the best linebackers I've seen in, uh, in high school football in Maine. He's, he was really good. So, um, you know, him and uh, their other linebacker, Reese Neisler, he's, you know, he graduated as well. And then Oscar Saunders, the quarterback. Uh, so they lost some good ones. But to me, they're still they're very good defensively. Yeah. Um, you know, Eli Mahan is a, is a beast at defensive tackle. Uh, one of the top players in the league, um, uh, Jack Campbell, their inside backer. He played outside backer for him last year. Uh, you know he's a stud inside. They got a few guys back in the secondary. Uh, uh, Southwick, their tailback, who's moved to quarterback, but defensively he's a real good outside backer. And I just think defensively they're real solid. Uh, they're very well coached, well schemed. Um, you know offensively, I think they're trying to figure things out a little bit with Southwick at quarterback. But uh, you could see in the second half of the Lisbon game, they they definitely looked. Uh, a little bit more fluid. They they get uh, Micklon back, who tore his ACL last year. Uh, he's back at tailback, and he busted off a big run late in that game. So it you know it seems like they're coming around on that side of the ball too. And um, you know they're they're tough kids and just well coached. So you know we're we're expecting a battle. Yeah, that was a tough game. With that was fourteen. Yeah, it was, uh, Lisbon went up six nothing. Uh, you know they were up at half. Of course, Lisbon lost their 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 cue in that game. Uh, so they were playing with a backup. So they were struggling a little bit offensively as well. Um, but it was it was pretty close. Freiburg scored, went up seven six, and then they they kind of punched one in uh, late on that. You know, Micklin had a long run that put it down inside the ten, and they kind of punched it in. But uh, you know, you could see him there, kind of gaining some momentum. We've seen him a couple weeks here in a row now, and you know, you can see him getting a, a little bit better every uh, every week. So um, you know, I, I'd, I'd expect a challenge. They they certainly have a lot of pride over there, and they, you know, they have a lot of guys who are back from that team last year who who know how to win. So. I've asked the other uh, coaches as I went around last week doing the first round of interviews about uh, your thought uh, about how to change up preseason a little bit. And yeah. to a person, they thought, you know, starting maybe with the helmets and, and shorts and T-shirts on that Friday, Saturday, so that, you know, my worry is that, you, like you said, you get kids hurt if you if you wait and the only first time you have pads is Thursday right. and then yeah. you have a scrimmage Saturday. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's difficult. You go full gear on Friday is the first day you can go full gear. And then, you know, you're, you, you don't really want to go two full gear practices on Friday and then scrimmage Saturday morning. That's, you know, probably not a healthy situation either. So, um, you know, I, I think we, when we were talking off the air last week, if, if we could start Friday, Saturday and get our helmet days done, 
and then you know have some a uh, couple days of, of uppers on Monday Tuesday uh, you know Wednesday Thursday go full and then have Friday be more of a recovery mm. you know walk through type day and then and scrimmage Saturday to, to me that would be a, a better setup and it doesn't affect your next week you know the next week is kind of like a real real game week and you know, I mean, I'd, I'd be willing to give up some time on the hands-off period if they wanted to, to take a couple days or, or even a, an extra week on, on the other end of that before. And, you know, I'd be willing to do that in, in exchange for that. It's just that everything's a bit of a crunch. You know, we, we've had a lot of injuries this preseason. We had three, you know, three starters out uh, last week uh, and, and three, you know, guys who are pretty key reserves and, and special teams guys for us. Uh, so, you know, I mean, six guys week one. Uh, you know, it's it's early to have to have that many injuries. So, well, going back to the preseason, you know, you you uh, you don't want to go into the next week to have your first scrimmage because then you right. got you got something yeah, at when, the end of the week. Yeah, we did that a couple of years ago, and you were scrimmaging on Monday and then playing again on Friday. That seemed like a pretty quick turnaround too. So, um, you know, it'd be nice if if we could take a look at it and and maybe see what we could do there. Yeah, I you know, and the other thing that happens, you know, when they talk about preseason, most schools now. We're not a start after Labor Day type state anymore. Right. We start so that second week of potential double sessions. Even though you can give them some time off, well, you're in the school. You, right. you can't be yeah. out there. You, you know, know sometimes you, if you have assistants who don't co don't teach, you can have them out there. But again, that, that's not the right. same as a regular group. Yeah, this was one of those years where you you lose the second week of of doubles really. So yeah. uh, you know, less practice time, and you know, of course, I teach here in the building, so. It's not like we're gonna, you know, get two practices in, and uh, you know, makes it, it makes it a little bit tougher. You know, you can go a little bit longer in the afternoon, but I'm not sure that's real healthy. You know, a real healthy alternative either. So, uh, you know, this year I think was particularly tough on teams to 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 get ready. Yeah, almost everybody said the same thing that yep. with school getting started, which is the main focus here. You right. Know, right. <laughs> You, you don't really get the time to get your team ready. And, and I would assume it's the same for all the sports. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the other thing to, you know, I coach hoop too. So, uh, you know, you, you get to the end of the, the football season. If you've had a good football season, then, you you know, you turn around and you're, you're right into hoop. And, you know, I remember saying one year, with, I think I, this year may be the same too, where I think the state championship week and, and basketball overlap. Yes. And, uh, you know, I remember the year we did that, we we actually had a serious discussion about forfeiting our first game or two, uh, just thinking that, you know, we, we're, we're not even close to physically ready. We, we only had about four or five kids the entire first week of basketball even playing. Um, you know, we, we probably would have been better off just taking those days off and practicing and, and getting ready. So, uh, you know, that, that's not an easy one. You know, everybody always says that's a good problem to have if you're in that. but well, And it is, but it's also not a, you know, it's not great for kids, which is what we're supposed to be, well, and it's not, be about. You know, you... I've, I always said that a kid that plays more than one sport, and I think that they all should. Yep. If, if at all possible. Definitely. If you're going to, if you're, whatever the sport is, if it's going to really be a, uh, a, a really successful team, at least several of those people have to be, that has to be their number one sport. Yeah. In other words, the guys that play football and basketball, somebody on that team has got to be basketball is their yeah, you focus. Gotta, you got to have a few basketball guys. Um, and and uh, so it's not fair to them. Right, that it's not really a cohesive team because right. you haven't had half your guys yet. It's definitely a you know it's definitely a disadvantage for those teams that go late in the year in, in football it makes it uh, makes it a lot harder and and you know like I said being the coach of both I probably know that as as well sure. as anybody. So and you know the other thing that having done I, I'm like you I did both in high school uh, did all three and the 
the uh, you think you're in shape, and I, I had a really tough football coach. Bump Hadley worked us really yep. hard. It's not the same no, as when different. you get inside inside air and you're running like you do in basketball. I thought right. I'd been shot with a harpoon gun. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah, it's a different – running in cleats and running in sneakers is, oh, yeah. is, is a lot different. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, – you know, that, that, that can be a challenge. And, you know, I mean, hopefully, you know, coaches, associations and – and uh, you know MPA committees and things like that. Hopefully, some of those are, uh, some of those things are on their discussion list uh, for this off season. Well, coach, thanks a lot and good luck this week. All right, sounds good.